Welcome to Powwow Live Podcast from powwows.com, connecting you with native culture since 1996. Here's your host, Paul Gowder. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Powwow Life Podcast. Powwows.com is your place to learn, experience, connect, and explore all parts of Native American culture. I'm Paul Gowder, the founder of Powwows.com, and welcome. Today, I have an interview with Isaac Durham. He was part of a documentary from Road Trip Nation called Native Way Forward. They put three young natives in a, in a van, in an RV, and drove around while they interviewed leaders across the country. Sounds familiar. It kind of sounds like road rules to me back when we were young, right? <laughs> Find out what happens when people start being real, uh, kind of mix of road rules and real world maybe, but it's a great interview and I hope you'll go and check out this documentary. They interviewed some really great people and I'll let Isaac tell you more about that in a minute. But first I do have a couple of announcements. One, thank you so much for being here and being a part of our podcast family and here in our community at powwows.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you make sure you get all of the episodes as they come out. You can subscribe on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or any place that podcasts are available. Click the subscribe button so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Also, we have a contest going on in the month of August please head over to www.powwows.com slash win. Make sure you're entering every day for your chance at an eighth generation blanket. This blanket is incredible and make sure you get your chances in to win. And the powwow calendar is continuing to just blow up with entries. You know, summer's winding down and fall is almost here. I wish the weather would get here soon because it's still hot here in South Carolina, but powwows are still happening. We're still getting lots and lots of new events added to the calendar every week. So there is a powwow out there near you. So continue to get out there, check the calendar, powwows.com slash calendar and find an event near you and get out there and support our powwows, our dancers and our singers because they are back. You know, 2021 and 2020 were tough for powwows, but they are back in a big way. So let's get out there and support them and uh, support those vendors too. And I have one more chance for you to win today. Stay tuned at the end of the episode, and I'll have this week's trivia question. For your chance, this week we're giving away two of our powwow coloring books. So stay tuned at the end of the episode to find out how you can win. Hope you enjoy this week's interview with Isaac Durham from Native Way Forward. So you got to spend your summer basically like a powwow or riding around in an RV with, with uh, two other people and doing some incredible interviews. How did you get involved in Road Trip Nation? 
Yeah, you know, uh, I'll be honest. I just I was looking for scholarships, and uh, you know, I'm attending Arizona State University, and I went. I know that the American Indian uh, Student Services Office they pump out emails like crazy, and I never I never get to look at them all. So I literally keyword searched, you know, uh, Native American scholarships in my email, and I came across this Road Trip Nation flyer, and so it looked like it was a good fit for me. It's for Native Americans that were looking to. Uh, you know, uh, discover uh, their career path and to talk to Native American leaders. And uh, I just got excited about it. I applied for it, forgot about it, you know, several months later because of COVID happened. So it was delayed. They contacted me and they're like, hey, you got got chosen. Um, You're in phase one or something like that. And then I had to make another video and they're like, you're in phase two. And I was like, okay. But eventually... I, I got selected. I was one of three. So, yeah. Yeah. So what was it like traveling around with uh, strangers like that in a van? Uh, and you know, you were, and you were going to some really cool places too, right? Yeah. You know, uh, it was great. Um, I love meeting new people. And if I'm honest, I mean, I, I grew up in a lot of uh, group homes. So living with strangers wasn't nothing new to me. I I say it in the documentary, you know, I I was a troubled youth. I was incarcerated for about three and a half years and I went to some residential rehabilitation centers as a teen. And so, man, I, I'm always excited to just uh, meet new people. And um, I hit the road and I was the only guy. There was two girls, um, Kimberly and Elizabeth. I'm glad they turned out to be really just down to earth, uh, really funny. They're really funny people. So uh, and something that's not talked about a lot um, is the film crew. We have three of American uh, people filming um, the documentary. So we're on the road with them just as much as the other two road trippers. And they just made it an amazing experience. Yeah, I think that's um, something. Is that anybody... you answer? Yeah, yeah I, I can hear you. Um, I think that's something that uh, doesn't come across in a lot of these kind of reality things is that um, while you get to form relationships with the people you're on camera with, these the off-camera people and those relationships, nobody ever gets to see that. And uh, there's a lot of that going on too. So that's really cool. Um, so, you know, you got to interview some really cool leaders, um, Bobby Wilson, among others. Um, what was kind of your favorite interview? And uh, what, what did you take away from some of the people you got to talk to? Man, you know, it's hard, it's, it's hard to pick one favorite interview because they all had unique strengths Because um, as an individual. Um, but the first people that come to my mind is William Pipestem. Uh, he, he was, uh, you know, majoring in law at Yale. And, uh, you know, uh, he, and so he's just been really successful in his career path. And he's the one that kind of spoke, uh, spoken to my life the most. Um, you'll see a scene in the documentary where I'm talking about my upbringing and uh, you know, I kind of had some insecurities, like, like education gaps. I thought right. I had because, uh, I dropped out of freshman year three times. I started and not a lot of people do that. I started freshman year in three different high schools, never made it a month. I was fighting. I was, you know, just my focus was in the wrong area. And so I missed a lot of my high school education and, uh, I kind of felt like I was missing out on some foundational things. And William pipes in was just like, letting me know that my experience is something I bring to the table that other people don't have and, and that there's a, uh, an extreme amount of value in that. But William Pipestam um, and 
And there, there was uh, Rose Simpson. She was, she had just a lot of wisdom. Um, she's the artist over in New Mexico that works with clay. I actually had to study study her mom at uh, at ASU and her art. Um, so, man, she she was definitely a, a highlight for me as well. Um, you know, we interviewed twelve leaders and five made it into the documentary. Um, and then there was. Uh, Dr. Carrie Joseph, she was the Hopi uh, first female PhD um, environmental scientist, and and uh, her story was just really powerful. Um, yes, she was. Uh, what, I, what I liked about her, she was honest about where she came from, the struggles that she went through to get to where she's at, sacrifices she had to make, and I think that connected with all of us. Um, and that was a powerful scene in, in the documentary. Uh, just the realness of it. Um, she really painted a picture of like the reality of, of what it takes, you know, cause you know, people that are successful, you mostly just see the positives, you see the highlights, you know, you see all the success, but you don't really see the pain behind it. So uh, I, I think that's what made this uh, road trip unique because the context of it, the leaders, it was more casual, um, you know, uh, so they didn't have to be too businessy, you know, or kind of maintain that, that that kind of persona they were just kind of uh, the the older generation speaking into the younger generation and so uh i think that the way they have it set up is really good yeah so those three definitely i, I believe were powerful i want to break in here just for a moment and thank our sponsor this week libsyn is sponsoring today's show. So thank them for the sponsorship. And hey, or have you ever considered starting a podcast? Do you have a topic that you think you're an expert on? Or do you have something you are incredibly passionate about and think others would share in your pa- in your passion? Lipson is a great place to host your podcast. It's where we host ours. And you can host yours there too. It's easy to do. It's easy to set up. They've got all the tools there. They give you all the stats. You'll know what's going on with your podcast. So if you're interested in starting your podcast, go check them out. They really have everything you need to plan, grow, and launch your pad, your podcast. They provide you the best resources created by expert podcasters, and they'll show you everything you need. They'll even help you figure out the equipment you need and make sure you get great audio. So check them out over at Lipson.com slash friend. Yeah, I love the scene um, where um, he was kind of speaking to you in, in your gap year or what you were calling your gap time there in education. Uh, I thought that was a really important moment. And speaking a little bit there about, you know, having started college multiple times, a lot of, of you, a lot of you do struggle with that kind of thing. Um, so, you know, what, what have you kind of learned about yourself from this? And do you have any advice for, for young people out there um, that you kind of learned from this road trip? Uh, so much happened over that, that amount of time. You know, uh, like I said, we interviewed 12 leaders. Um, all were at least an hour long. Wow. And I think just the diversity of relationships, you know, don't limit yourself. If I were to, to give anyone advice, don't limit yourself to your uh, your kind of stereotype that you might subconsciously have about yourself. As in, I, I only hang out with these kind of people. Uh, because they have the same interests as me. Because I met leaders that have totally ambitions and, and goals, but I was able to unique uh, from all of them uh, because 
their journey and outlook is so much different than mine, but the concepts that they were able to relay to me uh, was still relevant to where I'm at in life. And so I would I would also just say, you know, uh, don't be a know-it-all. You're never the smartest person in the room. Uh, you know, be humble and, and listen to people that have gone before you. And, you know, so uh, a big part of the Native culture is honor uh, and honoring elders, you know, and um, sometimes they might have uh, character flaws or not or imperfections, but they got wisdom from years of experience. And sometimes they can give you the best advice because they failed the most. And so uh, I would just say uh, spend time uh, to talk with people that have gone before you. Don't be afraid. You know, it might sound old school, but to just pick up the phone and call call someone that's experienced, call someone that's working where you're working at and just let them know, hey, I'm a young, uh, you know, uh, college student. Um, I'm exploring career uh, options. Um, I just need some advice, you know, and you never know where that'll go. And I think a lot of elders are honored to to share with you, you know. So um, I would just say to just uh, to just put value on on just uh, other people's experience other than your own. And people that are coming from different sides of the world than you, you know? And so, yeah. That's really cool. I, I really enjoyed watching the, the show and getting to see the different leaders you all um, interviewed. Um, hopefully one day they'll maybe maybe edit some of these others together because I'd love to hear from all the other people that weren't included. Um, and I talk a lot about, uh, on Powell's.com, I talk a lot about representation and, you know, when we're I- interviewing you know, somebody just doing a TV show or something like that. It's really important, in my opinion, for Native youth to see those kind of people and see that there's a path like that. So I thought it was really cool that they pick some leaders um, in fields that probably don't get highlighted enough. You know, somebody that there's actually Native people working in in the law and doing lobbying. Um, that's not something that gets talked about a whole lot, but it's an, it's a whole other career path that people could go. Um, so. You know, you you said that you kind of joined the show wanting to um, look for that career path. So what's next for you and, you know, kind of where is your journey going to take you now? So I just graduated from ASU uh, with a nonprofit leadership and management with the concentration on American Indian studies. Um, I'm starting my master's program at, at ASU here in about two weeks in global management. So uh, for me, you know, I've been kind of shaped and molded from my experiences. It's kind of hard to to share, you know, what's next with me without kind of sharing where I came from. Um, I won't go into too much detail, but I really have a heart for serving people, you know, and and for helping the hurting, the broken, the addicted, people that are just lost. Because that's where I came out of. You know, I I'm kind of an anomaly, you know, um, considering where I came from. And so, and that was, you know, credit to a lot of people that, that helped me, uh, a lot of elders that guided me, but I first had to humble myself, like I had mentioned before, but, uh, you know, and, you know, uh, seeing the documentary also, you know, I, I've, I've been involved in the Christian ministry, um, you know, and so that's just a big part of, of my identity is serving people. And, you know, what do people do when they become Christian and they want to go all in? They think Bible college, but I'm like, nah, I'm not thinking Bible college. I'm thinking I want some hard skills. Like I want, I want to actually reach people. I want to actually provide relevant services, uh, whether that's, um, you know, generating revenue for my tribe in the future or creating business models that can be applied in reservations. 
Um, so global management, I really like that it has a, a, a flexibility to add two different concentrations. So global management has emphasis on intercultural relationships and being able to help uh, indigenous communities all over the world, you know, and I've, this road trip really expanded my mind as far as tribal communities across the country. You know, I think there's like 470 or 574 or something. There's hundreds of of tribes in the country that all have unique challenges. Uh, And then even outside the country in China, Peru, Mongolia, uh, you'll see tribal people. And those are the people that I want to serve. And so I'm just going to, for the next two years, going to be grinding in global management, uh, working at an organization uh, called Chief Incorporated. So I'm being mentored uh, by someone who travels to different tribes already uh, across the across the globe. So um, in the future, you know, uh, I just plan on, ser- on serving tribal communities, whatever that looks like. Uh, currently, and I know that my desires kind of evolve, but I would like to be able to find uh, business models or ways to generate revenue uh, in indigenous communities that is contextualized to their culture. Uh, you know, like from our reservation, we're, uh, uh, the Hopi tribe, you know, we don't like to build a lot. We don't like to tackle a lot of tourism because we have a lot of ceremonies going on. They're not allowed to be photographed, not allowed to be videoed. And so we try to limit that. And that's a cultural uh, value that we don't want to compromise. So we don't build tourists, a lot of tourist attractions. So that's just an example of being able to contextualize a business model to fit the culture of, you know, without, without Native Americans having to compromise their values or their identity. And so um, I guess social entrepreneurship is what's in my future, you know, to be able to provide social services in an innovative way. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really trying not to fit into that, fall into the, to the mold of, um, what's already happening. I'm trying to venture out uh, and learn from other people um, in different nations uh, of, you know, what's working for them and what's not working for them. So, you know, I don't know exactly where I'm going, but I know where my heart's at. I just want to serve the the tribal communities, you know? That's awesome. That's great. And uh, I love that, you know, that, that kind of the, this program and this show really helped you kind of hone in on what you want to do and, and help you focus. That's really great. Um, well, I appreciate you spending some time with us. I hope everybody will go check out the show. Um, it's a really cool way to to highlight some stories that don't necessarily get highlighted, but um, also uh, help the three of you um, learn a lot, too. All right. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.
Be sure to check out the the show over at RoadTripNation.com. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks so much for the time, Isaac. It is a really cool documentary. I really enjoyed it. I, I hope they will release all those other interviews because I'm really curious to see what else those people said because the ones they did show were really, really insightful. All right, so as promised, let's get to today's trivia question. In the interview, Isaac talked about that he interviewed Bobby Wilson, who is known as being part of the 1491s, but he's recently been involved in helping write, and he he mentions this in the documentary. So name one of the shows that Bobby Wilson is writing for right now. Name one of the three shows that Bobby Wilson is a writer on. All right, there's your trivia question. Head over to powwowlife.com. There's a box there where you can put in your answer. And next week, before the next episode, I'll draw one correct answer out, and you'll win two of our powwow coloring books. Don't forget to head on over to the powwow calendar to find out where you can experience native culture at a powwow near you. If you're new to powwows or new to powwows.com, head on over to powwows.com slash powwow 101 to get started. We'll show you all the information about how to, what a powwow is, the dancing, the singing, the etiquette, what you will expect at your first powwow. So if you're new, head on over there and we'll send you emails and get you up to speed before you head out to your first powwow. Thank you all for your support. I'm Paul Gatter, the founder of powwows.com, and I'll be back next week with another episode of the Powwow Life podcast. Be sure to subscribe, and hey, give us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts if you like the episode. Thanks so much, everybody, and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Powwow Life podcast from powwows.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to get notified of our next episode. Find a powwow near you by visiting www.powwows.com forward slash calendar. Support powwows.com by visiting www.powwownation.com. Here's this week's trivia question. You can head over to powwowlife.com to fill out the form and submit your answer. All the right answers are entered into a drawing for a 10-sticker powwows.com sticker pack. Here's the question. This year, we are celebrating a big milestone. We have been live streaming for a number of years. So tell me, what year was the first year we streamed and what was the first powwow we streamed? If you've been listening or following our content, you should be able to find it. Good luck. Powwowlife.com to submit your answer. What was the first powwow and what year did we first live stream? Good luck and thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week.